I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's been very fun um, inviting Tom Walker to do the show. Let me just check if... Uh, Stop yeah, 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 he's still... <laughs> he wasn't in the first half. Let's see if he's in the second. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon The Dragon Friends have travelled far and wide to distant worlds, to cybernetic futures, through space, the nine known worlds and beyond, and yet in all that time, something has been missing for Filge. Some simple truth since the beginning of her journey, at the beginning of those humble days in Daggerford, and those early adventuring steps in Waterdeep, and that was the trusting smile and laughing form of her brother, Dilge laid low in the House of the Artificers all those years ago and now suddenly returned to you. For here, impossibly, in a future that never was, a past from a past that should not be, in a terrifying third age of twilight, the figure of Dilge is returned to you. But he is not as he was. His simple capes replaced with Barovian silks. Strahd's own sigil emblazoned just above his heart as he sits at a bench working on a small mechanical figure of filament and wire. Until, that is, Baston picks him up and throws him against a wall and to play that now slightly out-of-breath half-orc, that small-town half-orc with big city dreams, please welcome to the stage Tom Walker! Finally, thank made you. It. Uh, I can. I have to be out of here in like ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dilge, you are being held up against the wall by the imposing figure of Baston Indrovich, exhausted and yet still strong. Where is the lodestone? Lodestone? What? What are you doing in me monument? In me monument? What? <laughs> what are you doing in me monument? This is your monument. I dr- I pick. Baston up by the collar and I fling him against the I go the limp like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Filge takes Baston and throws him away from the bench as he clutters into a expedite. I, I, I step where he was, in front of Dilge. Oh, not you throw me too. Dilge. What? Is... Is you? You Dilge? F- no, you... Can't be you, Filch. You died because you're a bad person. <laughs> and a traitor. No. Me not me, me dead. <laughs> no, no, dude. No, 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 no. No! No. You're alive. Me alive! Here! Punch me anywhere you like! <laughs> oh. <laughs> In the traditional meeting of half orcs, Dilge. This is this is like doubting Thomas for jocks. 
Do noogie the holes in my hands if you do not believe. Go to town on my groin, oh doubting Thomas. (laughs) Yeah, Dill's just... Make a wet towel on me butt. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to... As you slug Filge in the stomach, uh, you gasp, Dilge, as you realise that Filge is indeed flesh and bone and standing in front of you. Oh, you flesh and bone and so much more. What? How can this be? Explain later. Hug now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to make a grapple check. For a successful hug, that's 16 okay, flats with I a strength bonus. Are you making an opposed hug check? Uh, yeah, we're seeing who's the better hug. Well, and I rolled a one. Oh, uh, you, you get hugged. You get hugged hard. Isn't it one that you, like, just slither to the ground like yeah. a wet... Yeah, <laughs> for a second... Like every, trying to hug an icicle? Yeah, the room isn't filled with the intense energy of two half-orcs hugging... Uh, well, one of them really just hugging the other one. Well... All three of you watch, and for a second there is no sound except the heavy sound of half-orcs breathing. Uh, Frieza feels really weird about this display of genuine emotion. <laughs> and he's going to back away. How does Michael Hing feel about this? I feel very comfortable. But <laughs> because you look I, very comfortable. Yeah, so yeah, it's, 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 it's When's the last time Michael Hing hugged a member of his family? <laughs> well, I mean... I mean... I, Alex, I've been in Melbourne for several weeks, so obviously... Does your family know that you're back from Melbourne? Well... So that's that's unfair because I I got home quite late last night and then... then, Because I do live with my parents and then they left very early for work. So I imagine they've seen the suitcase... But I don't. Um, this is making me feel very uncomfortable. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> when, you, when you've got a jerk off, you've. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As 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 Frizo visibly retreats into himself, and a faraway look is on his face. Ignore him. Uh. Let me get this straight. Where you from? Me dead. Where me from? You dead. What? Yeah. But you from here because you're from here. Yeah. <laughs> and you dead because... Oh. And you can kind of see we're both having the same trouble oh. thinking. Oh. Bobby, do you want to step in? This is a di- <laughs> we start taking each other's pulse. <laughs> oh. This is a difficult moment for you, Dilge. <laughs> This is a difficult moment for you because you have been, ever since your adopted father, Stradvon Zarevich, took you from your family at the age of six and raised you to be his inheritor and sole heir. That motherfucker! (laughs) You have struggled for his approval and with the truth that you had struggled with from a very young age, that is that your sister was a bad orc who would one day try to kill him in Castle Ravenloft and that was proven true not four years ago and he's shown you the holographic recordings of it of her entering the threshold of Castle Ravenloft before he exploded it, killing her and her adventuring friends. Okay, first thing. You bad? Mm, well... (laughs) I mean... How you define bad? 
Sound like question bad person ask. <laughs> Dilch is not sure of himself and he's still holding very tightly his hand on a great club with a star drawn on it. Mm. But you died. N- well, no. Me from the past. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Me came, me... Where me from? Me come from past. Me just come back here like two seconds ago. Dave, I'm like a fifth level wizard, right? You're an eighth, you're, yeah, you're an eighth level wizard now. Oh, okay. In fact, I've got a spell book for you. Thank you. Okay, I cast Comprehend This Shit and I know what a timeline is. <laughs> what is he casting? I... Com- Comprehend this shit? <laughs> I don't know. I got a big wizard brain. I'm <laughs> thinking about Pythagoras theorem in here. I get, I get what a timeline is. Do you want to make an intelligence check to see if Dilge understands? Yeah. That's a nine plus. I don't know what the fuck, but it's a big number. A nine. That would be a nine plus five. So that means that yes, you. It's a fourteen, David. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have fucking Pythagoras brain. <laughs> What that means is that Dilge, you are um, you are starting to understand that it seems that this must be Filge. So you do believe that this is Filge. It seems like it's Filge from another land, another time, another world. You smell of different time, two different time. Wow! You smell like fish for lunch. <laughs> you see? <laughs> now me have leftover. You want? Oh yeah. Okay. Dilge, Dilge, Dilge. You know... The Virgin. I don't think you ever... <laughs> I don't think you ever met Dilge. No, I didn't. Dilge. <laughs> so, but Dilge was just picking up on vibe. Yeah. yeah. Dilge, I've heard a lot about you. Uh, what you need to know is that your dad is the actual bad man. Okay? Because he kept my family and the whole land I came from under an iron grip. He killed people. He wasn't very good at paying wages to his workers. Uh, Uh, Not to play Strahd's advocate, but perhaps the country you're from is bad. And the people are lazy and selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that's not not true. The people of Barovia were hard workers. They... They worked. Yeah, the they were hard workers because they were put to work by my father. And so. Why you say father? Eh? Uh, and I. <laughs> Diljack's like he's just called the uh, teacher dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, master, master. You can take pride in this. And it's, in fact, Dilj does think of Strad as a sort of father. And, and Strad has even called Dilj son on two occasions, written. By Very accident? dearly on Dilge's heart. Mm. Uh, one of them possibly sarcastically, but Dilge took it at face value. Yeah, one of them was like, are you winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, he was directly staring into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Dilge, it's, Strad has been a distant father, but he has given you an education. He has... Um, Paid for your acceptance into the Colleges of Magic at the Blackstaff Temple in Waterdeep, where you have become a master enchanter, mm-hmm. and he has also given you the funds to pursue your many hobbies and projects, of which this, the House of the Eternal Leader, is one of them. You have built this museum, you built the Matra Progress. And I don't think he knows that he's building this, right? Like, Strahd doesn't know that... No, this is, I think, a gift. Is that right? Yeah, this is a project that uh, he's been working on. Kind of like... This is the big version of when your kid makes you a birthday card and you have to be like, oh... (laughs) 
but it's like three stories large and like has some automation. But you, Strahd, this is dog shit. Will you uh, win a kiss from daddy for this? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely, it's the kind of, yeah, macaroni uh, made frame when you also can cast like summon elemental and things so you can yeah. make big magical creations. Summon macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, imagine. <laughs> I'm a pasta golem. Hey, uh, d- uh, dragon huddle? Yeah. Yeah. Dilge, uh, you just keep uh, do playing with your little robots over there, I guess. I can do that. Okay. Um, what, what the fuck is going Wait, on? Wait, is Frieza coming back or what? I don't know. Frieza, are we doing a huddle? You in? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just blacked out for a second because things were getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want? Are we going to kill... This is fucked. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta. When did even Strahd become a vampire? Was he always a vampire? Was he a vampire in the past when we met him? When did he become a vampire? Does that matter? We need to get back to the past and stop him getting the book that he has, which led him to making the future what it is now. It seems nice. The rides are good, but maybe we're dead. We're dead in this. Future? So if we, yeah, we're dead in this future. I'm sorry to, to, if you had to hear that. Oh, he's not in the huddle. Don't worry. Oh. Well, thank you for including Dilge. <laughs> <laughs> so they all, they all whisper to each other and then Frieza turns around. Yeah, and I'm sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> uh, Frieza's going to grab Dilge and be like, okay, have you put, in, in this museum you've made to your father, uh, do, you have, what, what, uh, do you have anything that represents his incredible victories over the Netherese? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> you have um, you have some Netherese artifacts that you were going to give him on, in the third floor. I think Dilge is so excited, he's like, wait. Oh, me here, someone hankering for a tour? <laughs> he hasn't been able to show this off, and he's kind of excited to treat this as a dress rehearsal for still showing his uh, father. Okay, so Frieza's going to be like, okay, up, 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 back in the huddle. Up, up, okay. up, 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 up. If he's got Netherese technology here, then he might have one of those lodestones. We can use it to go back in time, and that way we kill Strahd in the past this time. No fucking around. Why don't okay? we just kill him in the now? Because he's already taken over the world. He's going to be too powerful. But back then, he was just a fucking loser. Well, why he was living he... in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> we don't... Know how to do that? Plus, we go back. Me we not. just need to grab the. Unlo- we just need to activate another load. Yeah, so we just go done back. Before. We've done yep. it before. Let's let Dilge show us his. Well, take us on the tour. While you are making this decision, you are looking back at your desk, which is a, is a workbench with security monitors, um, sending stones that have small illusory figures that show you around the museum. Again, a system of your own invention. Mm. And you, as you look, you can see that flash pots are blasting and doors are being knocked off the north, east, and southern entrance as they blast open and figures that you recognise as the Barovian Crown Guard are starting to enter the building. It looks like the SWAT has been called in. Right. Um, hey, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Dilge Huddle. And I kind of like <laughs> turn around away from them and hope that they'll join. Just like in a corner? Yeah. <laughs> Dilge Huddle. Do you want to join the Dilge Huddle? Yeah. Get in there. Yeah, yeah we're we're get, in get, in there. get in there. Dilge what? I'm so glad this worked. <laughs> Okay, did you work up with the Barovian Royal Guard at all? Because it certainly seems like someone did and that they're here. And I don't think I did. Yeah, that was us, sorry. Yeah, yeah we did, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. 
But don't you have defences of this castle you built? Yeah, I've got the defence that it's incredibly interesting. Oh, they'll be thro- slowed down learning about our glorious Sorry, leader. What? They'll be slowed down learning Low, about our up. glorious le- Let's leader. Let's do the tour, but extra quick. Oh, but there's so much information to squeeze into so little time. <laughs> you can do it. We, we believe in you. We just want to hear you. about the, Nethere- the, the victory of the Netherese. Oh, but it doesn't make sense if you don't get the stuff before it. Okay, just go. Just start. Begin. You're wasting time. Okay, in the beginning there was either a big bang or a loud squelch, and so the stars exploded outwards. Scholars are split on the sound, but we all know its source was crazy big, and so we all came to be eventually. But that's even well, this is definitely it. an overtime situation. <laughs> so I'm just gonna coming through here, stepping through broken glass. No, oh, we no. don't have time. Let's just start as with the best this, thing. As you say this, you walk them up to a ba- balcony that lo- overlooks the gallery of rogues, which is a long corridor with huge portraits of Strahd's eternal enemies. You yeah. can see a huge portrait of Cassus the Kind. You can see a, a large, imperious-looking portrait of Sergei von Zarevich. And you can see also portraits of each of the dragon friends. Frizo looking very human. How would he uh-huh. how would he see me human this time? He saw you human. But that was a thousand years ago. Why yeah. didn't he paint the painting himself? Uh, I think he did, did he paint the painting himself, Ben? No, I no, I think he described it. These four people who came and killed my father and he got pretty good Strad life. Strad has seen Frizo both as human and as high elf. That's correct, and you know that Frizo existed a thousand years ago as a human and died four years ago as a high elf. Dave are the guards coming? Yes. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna stand stock still in front of my portrait. <laughs> now, Stop moving your eyes back and forth. Paintings do this? <laughs> Only if they're very good. I'm beautiful. Okay, uh, uh, all right. Uh, make for me. You are standing on the balcony level, which is where the portraits are hung. So make for me, I guess, a stealth check. One. No, One. you know what? No, it's four big In the camouflaged background that you are camouflaging yourself against you is a perfect reproduction of your form. You can have advantage. Wait, wait, wait but it's it's old ponytail vest on. I'm now bald. Oh, yeah, no, I'm now bald. No, 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 no. This is from a no, thousand years ago. No, they're the original from, ones. Okay, yes, yeah, from Actually, as you look further down the corridor, you see another four dragon friends. Uh, however, this time, Baston doesn't have an eye patch and has a full head of hair. This time, Frizo is a high elf. This time, uh, Bobby doesn't look like such a gothic sad sack. <laughs> I ditched that Filch. last season. Classic look never changed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, you got bangs. You got bangs, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that was an easy day at work for the portrait guy. <laughs> Just hiding that layer Wait, on a no magic shop. On those things. Uh, you, you can't tell right now because you're all making stealth checks for me. Okay. Watches or stealth? With advantage. Okay, I did better this time. 22. Uh, yep, 22. 15. 15. Uh, 26. 26. Uh, 19. 19, okay. The, you see the, a group of four guards pass for a second. What are you doing, by the way? Did I'm standing directly in the middle of my museum. <laughs> okay. As none of them see you for a second until the four guards arrive and the sergeant turns and clips off a salute to the scion. Oh, goodness, four here, ready to learn. Please, no saluting. All right, sir, um, I've heard some uh, intruders came here. Oh, nothing intruding except uh, you on... Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Sir, if you're in some distress, perhaps you could give us a sign, maybe a, a wink or a... a uh, if Dilge interprets that to mean that he has to hold his face perfectly still. <laughs> no, everything fine. <laughs> in fact, all I want on you is that to go. Might be a halt alarm. Sir, have you, have, you, have you heard anything? Have you seen anything? There, there should be four in here, according to our reports. They came through the southern entrance. Four? Oh, no, no, no. Haven't seen or heard anything except the thrum of industry bringing my me monument to life. Well, if it's all the same for you, we're going to leave a security detail on each floor and bring in the sniffer dogs to sort of root these bastards out. Me understand. But it not all the same to me. For to have those and those dogs introduced into the museum would rob them of the joy of the premiere. (laughs) (laughs) These are low-level... Uh, members of the Royal Guard, the Barovian Royal uh, Crown Guard. So make an inti- intimidation check. Uh, that's an 11. With advantage because you outrank them. <laughs> yep, that is a 15. A 15. 15 plus, I don't know what my fuck. What, what's your intimidation though? Oh, it's fucking high, dude. I'm wearing a, I'm, I'm wearing a collar. Oh, 15 but plus your intimidation. Yeah. So that's plus yes. four, so it's 19. All right. Well, uh, this is a, I'm just going to have to go and make a, make a call. We're well, going to have to, we're going to have to let the yeah, leader know. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, but, uh, more think... overtime for me, you know. Oh, I tell you what! I tell you what! A pretty penny, I'm gonna yeah. buy a flat. We hear what screen. you're saying. We're gonna. S- <laughs> We're gonna set up. By the way, a flat the screen in this world is a magical television. Absolutely. Where I can watch all my magical programs. Oh, like. Um. Bewitched. Uh, bewitched. Uh, bewitched. Yes, bewitched. Go on. I watch Charmed. I, I like right. Witches of Waverly Place. Yes. I like to watch. Um, oh, do you know what I Sabrina like? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And Magical Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> the guards respectfully retreat as they all set up set up a perimeter outside the building, respectfully keeping the artist's uh, integrity yeah. of their. Are they, do you surrounds. think they're excited to see the monument eventually? I think, I think they have never been more excited about anything in their lives. Yeah. I before mean, I, they were like, before they were like, we just thought this was a, a, did you hear the man in there before? Oh. Talking about how, oh my God, I've got to get tickets. It's like Fantasy Hamilton. I, <laughs> so they've got, also got Fantasy Hamilton. Yeah, it's called Hamilton. I mean, fan- they have real Hamilton as well? Or is Fantasy Hamilton about like a cat no, or something? No, the whole thing's word. called Fantasy Hamilton. Fantasy it's always Hamilton. called Fantasy Hamilton right. from the start. And it's about... It's, it's about, about a guy called... How does a thing. <laughs> A man who is a ham? He's a ham? Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's about a man who's a... It's terrible. <laughs> it's about a man who's a ham. Yeah, um, it's a very bad musical. But at the end, the lead singer gets executed every night. <laughs> Just shot full of arrows, and that's why it's popular. <laughs> and the what? The, 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 they the bring him back to life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ooh. so, what? 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 Ex- show business? Excited at last about the creative dramatic arts, the Crown Guard retreat, and Dilge, you feel a rivulet of sweat pour down behind your ear as you allow yourself to exhale, your eye to twitch once more, and the dragon friends at last descend from the portrait frames in which they are hiding. 
All right, now, we may not have much time for portrait room. So, me say, let's skip this room and continue on. You can have, if you wanted to quickly have a look at the portraits as you pass. You what can. kind of, wait, are there portraits? Wait. Yeah, me, all... I want to check if um, I did look better with bangs or without bangs. <laughs> if you only want to know. Okay, make for me a perception check. Fifteen. Oh, not bangs was better. Oh, it's going to take ages to grow out. <laughs> I'm going to have to clip it so up. But it, what, does it say Filge on my picture? Uh, it says Filge who came first and Filge who came again. Oh, so you know about to Filch? You know about the time travel? Oh, me just put up the paintings, buddy. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> kidding. Yes, I, me know. Okay, well, this is easy. Me, Filch, who came first. Oh. Now me come again. But this Filch never comes second. Wait, no, I did, but I, me did that In first. In a different time. Yeah, the, your second Filch is me first, Filch. This m- Think of us Ugh. as Dragon Friends number three. Uh, sure. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Why would I do that? <laughs> okay, don't then. That's fine. No, but no. Why would that help? It's like a third iteration. It's not related to the first two. We're not the same people. You what can't... is Dragon Friends one and two? Where oh, are they? Sorry. Okay. So season one began in about, I would say. Okay. So first of all, what's your podcast? Because we need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> season one, there's some audio problems. Yeah. Um, look, but here's the thing. Season two, I think a lot of people think of it as our best work. Um, because we were working off source material, but it wasn't as creatively fulfilling for us. Um, so, no, this is this. this meant, <laughs> I thought it was this, a good This Benavitt's failing. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I go into the portrait gallery. That I guess that you've left the portrait gallery oh. now. Hey, oh, Baston. Um, did you say um, Baston who came first or came second or not at all because you're a virgin? All right. Hey, Dilch. Call his people back. There's been a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. <laughs> All right, you make your way up the a set of stairs at the end of the Gallery of Rogues up onto the third floor, which is by far the area most in need of renovation. It is still very much half-baked. It is also the area where you keep a lot of the projects that you are working on, um, of which you have had some successes, some more than others. There's a basketball hoop set up. Goes for a while there, Dilge is just like, you know what? Three-pointers can't be that hard. <laughs> Turns out they're pretty hard. Wait, so it's so it's a monument to your dad and also, like, failed hobbies that you did? That's the two parts of the museum? Me have a lot of time. And also, me am the heir to someone who can never die. So oh. it's kind of a... A lot of income, low expectations. Yeah. It's a real Jiro Dreams of Sushi it's situation. Also some, like, <laughs> it's also some really shitty like taxidermy where he's like 
clearly half-assed, like making a bear. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of um, assembled but unpainted Warhammer armies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what you want, is that? <laughs> Being like the Jiro Dreams of Suji reference, but the Warhammer stuff kills. Thank you, thank you, Anyone listening to this later, I will need you to personally message me and tell me if you liked that joke. Because <laughs> right now it's only Simon in the room laughing. <laughs> Very clever, Dilge. You have kept a lot of a lot of devices up here, yeah. and one of the things that you <laughs> I quickly sweep some of the wetter devices under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, do you sleep here? This is your bed? Yeah, oh. there is, there is a bed here up up here in these this large vast. Yeah. Space. I'm trying to impress my sister. Oh, me sleep anywhere me want. Oh. Watch, and I close my eyes. Dilge, Dilge, ah, where mum and dad? Well. Our mum and dad. Yeah, no, me no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's this attitude? No, they get snippy. That's all. Me, say, me, me, just trying to clarify a thing for you. Oh, me, big fancy wizard now. Oh, look at me. <laughs> okay, well. Just, but seriously, where's mum and dad? Okay, well, me think they did. Me what? taken uh, when me was six from little. Sorry, I, uh, I've. I was taken, father hates it when I do the me stuff. I was taken <laughs> when I was six from my parents and from you and raised here, which is, well, what? You t- Kobe, and he misses. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is Kobe? <laughs> it's, it's a spell. It's a spell. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Kobe. Basketball, the basketball, when he says Kobe, the basketball like gets like this beautiful shimmer and the hoop gets this beautiful shimmer yeah. and oh. then they just never meet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Complete air ball. You get the sense that if they did, it would be this beautiful, yeah. explosively satisfying moment. Yeah. <laughs> now, as you're walking them towards the, uh, your gallery of Nethery's artifacts. Yeah, I'm showing them all this stuff. Yeah, what do you know, got? If there's anything here that can help you, me want to show you. I want to show you. I want to show you. And Dilge walks you onto a balcony on a viewing platform on a split level room, a giant circular room. You're on a balcony looking down and there is a series of daises in this room, um, pillars. And they have small devices that Dilge, you have paid uh, various archaeologists and indeed just villagers of the, of the dale around you because Velikovna, although it is a heated city, Velikovnisk is still in Icewind Dale. It's just Strahd's magic that is keeping it warm. Uh, I'm walking them in. Me think it's so important to financially support local archaeologists <laughs> and kind of buy local whenever you can when it comes to archaeological services. So, me get these devices. And you can see a couple of devices around. There is, um, a, there is a shock pike, a, a full howler suit that is decayed and old and stiff on a mannequin. And behind it, a huge figure that is, has a white sheet draped over it. What's under the sheet? <laughs> more wet uh, devices? Uh, mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, you saw the first wet devices? Uh, Freezer's going to pull off the sheet. All right, Freezer, you walk forward and you pull off the sheet and it reveals two things. One is a giant pillar stone, just like the one that you saw in Icewind Dale not that many days ago, but also 2,000 years, depending on how you look at it. And in front of it is another figure of wire and leather and iron which in the shape 
of a vampire count that never forgave and never forgot. It is the figure of Strahd, and it is standing there as if like a puppet on invisible strings between you and the pillar stone, but its face, as the sheet reveals it, is staring directly at Bobby, with its head slightly tilted to the side. Me thought museum wasn't spooky enough. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Put the sheet back on. This is <laughs> Put the sheet back on all of it? All right. Is this uh, a lodestone? This is a lodestone, and in front of it is a nimble right that you have been building, one of several mm. that you have built for the museum. Mm. None of them quite working, all of them slightly malfunctioning, but none of them working as bizarrely as the one today, which attacked you, Bobby. So am I... Am I, Dave, in this world, a uh, 30-year-old man trying to get into hobbyist robotics? Well, like a man in his 30s. I mean, I just think that microprocessors are fascinating and affordable. Okay. And it's you nice drive how you a said truck Dave was 30. For a- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You gotta, you you gotta drive, take you, with one hand and give with the other. You wear a wig and drive a fucking truck in a video game. <laughs> Not all the time. Sometimes I sit very still and wonder how I came to be this way. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we're looking at my stuff. I'm like, it's not great. But, you know, as a first or third or even fifth attempt, we think it's pretty okay. Sure seems to have taken a shine to you, Bobby. Now, with the sheet, you put the sheet over it? Yeah, that. You get the sense that it sort of seizes and clicks and moves, but then it's the sheet settles and it seems to be still again. How is it... Does it have a part of Strahd in it? Why does it focus on me? Oh, uh, glitch. You know, <laughs> this if stuff. You hear from under, the, um, from under the sheet like, Hello and welcome to the Museum of Strahd. Are you doing Triple J Strahd? <laughs> We've got some great tunes coming up, so stick around. Um, <laughs> Unless you're the ones who betrayed me all that time ago. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe the, the answer to that is actually quite, quite simple, which is the dilge that you've enchanted it. As an enchanter, you are able to attune devices with the presence of another person, and you have been given over the years gifts by Strahd, and you have used these gifts as focuses for each of these animatronics. Yeah, so they right. have a small measure of Strahd in them. And is there like, I mean, are you fucking with like deep gnome DNA? Because they're like that. Sounds weirdly. That is the archetypal voice that is beneath all voices. So all accents that are learned otherwise. Me discover this in me study. Me eighth level wizard. All voices. If you stop putting effort in to sound like you, you eventually end up sounding like all things return to this. Oh, me sorry. Got stuck there. Worried that the winds change. Now All right. Baston walks up to the lodestone. And goes, right. How did we turn this thing on the last time? I don't remember. We smashed Strahd's head into it. Right. So if we ram this nimble right into this thing again, it's got a small piece of Strahd into it. Maybe that'll work. Phil, will you do the honors? And then we go back in time? Yes, and then we'll fix everything. Uh, wait, just a <laughs> Are you here because you didn't fix everything, right? Yeah. Okay. And you're saying that now you're going to fix everything. Well, yeah. in our world, what happened was 
You were eaten by a dragon and we used the rest of your body to prop open a door. <laughs> well, da- sorry, sorry, sorry. Prop closed the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I look around at this museum that you've made and it's very nice, but I wonder if that was a better use of your skills. <laughs> Let's go and get a bird. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Dill just got this tiny look and his, his eyes turn tiny as he sits down on a bench next to one of the pedestals. Yeah, yeah, let, me just, <laughs> let me just take a moment. Uh, let me just go talk to my brother in Orkish. Do you want me to come? Well, we, we weren't going anywhere. Oh, no, I can help though if you want. No, you've done enough. Okay. <laughs> and I switched to Orkish. Okay. My dear brother. <laughs> <laughs> That is unfortunately canonically what Orcish sounds like in the Dragon Friends. Southern. And Dilge speaks Orcish too. You know this, Tom. You know this. <laughs> Why, I do declare that. Some of the <laughs> some of the things that Frizo said might have sound a little crazy to you, right? But <laughs> I mean, feel free to come in any time. I say, I say, I say, Fields. <laughs> Your boy there really hurt my feelings. He sure did. He sure did. <laughs> My goodness, that man's about as sharp as a wall and twice as thick. Why, I just want it to be known between us that every day since you died, I've regretted. I'll wake up thinking about it and I go to sleep with my stomach just in a knot. And I want you to know that I betray every single one of these motherfuckers just to bring you back. Well, considering I have been brought to back, I do believe you can count yourself though. And unfortunately, years of not practicing Orkish at the instruction, the firm insistence of Strahd that he leave the language behind, feel, Dilge feels that he has to break back to the common tongue that he's been trained in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me sorry. Uh, okay. Me think... And I switch to... What is the language I speak? I think I'm fluent in Gnomish. Dave, oh. you are fluent in Gnomish, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've do, worked you, with Art- do you speak Gnomish? I speak Common and Goblin. <laughs> you speak Common can, and... Can, can Goblin understand Should have used your ass. You can both speak, you can both speak Common. Huh? Common, common no, is fine. No, but do you want another language? I was just thinking it might be... Oh, you speak tongues, so you can, sp- you can cast tongues and then you can speak in Goblin. Okay. We can do Goblin. Okay. You want to goblin? Me meet you in goblin? Okay, me meet you in goblin. Okay. You go first. I cast tongues. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess means you can now speak goblin, which we have not canonically decided what it sounds like. So, oh. up to you, Tom. Uh. I guess so, what am I saying? <laughs> you fucking, don't shake your head at me. You know full well there's about two voices that are okay to do. <laughs> 
go ahead, thread the needle. Try not hitting Italian. <laughs> that was all that was in there? Just Italian for you? What about British? Yeah. <laughs> what about what about wonderful Chinese? Yeah. What about yeah, wonderful Tom. Chinese? Honestly, Tom, could you just for a second do wonderful Chinese? <laughs> At this point, it feels racist that you're not doing wonderful Chinese. Honestly, Alex and I just want to be treated like everyone just else. Just yeah. sitting. If you're willing to do, I don't know, Southern American or British or Italian. Southern Chinese. Southern, why not Southern a Chinese? Cantonese, for example. I've really been loving the podcast, but the most recent episode was pretty pro-Italian and anti-Chinese, as far as I could tell. Hey, guys. Hey, let's keep it going. Hey, who the fuck are these guys? Let's let's There's a fucking oh, guy coming in here. Hey, you know, I speak in a goblin too, The two wonderful animatronic homunculi that Dilge created earlier walk past with a giant pizza pie and disappear, leaving the two of you who now are able to speak in common because the other dragon wanna, friends have made I just want to know, is there anybody here who has Italian as their first language? Thank Fine. God. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the dragon friends give a respectful distance, except for Frizo, until Bobby firmly takes him by the hand and leads him away. And the two of you have a chance to talk. I said them my piece. <laughs> I just think, listen, I always know you're not a cruel or an evil person. But I guess I just forget. You know, all, all of this time, uh, memory groweth weaker and weaker. And eventually, I just don't believe a strad. He giveth me so many things. He giveth me present. He giveth me gift. He giveth me nice. You look, you look back. You you look from Dilja's trusting face, who, wondering if he can trust you back to the lodestone, knowing that the moment that the lodestone cracks, all the people touching it will be able to travel back in time 1,000 years together. Come with me, brother. <laughs> Come back into time. Mish. Oh no, I. Well, I assure you what a monster this stride really is. Well, you know what? Even if you're wrong, me haven't been working so hard on museum, me deserve a holiday. <laughs> and Filge reaches out with her hand and Dilge takes it as Filge very slowly walks her younger brother back to the dragon huddle. As you all gather around and Baston solemnly takes the cover, blanket-covered figure of the Strad animatronic and pulls its head back, ready to smash it into the lodestone as all of the dragon friends and Dilge hold hands around it. And at that moment you suddenly feel, you all hear a noise, a buzzing sound that's coming from Dilge's pocket. Ah. Pocket B. You reach into your pocket and you pull out the last thing you would be expecting to make any noise. It's a childhood toy, in fact. One of the only things that you have to remember your family that Strad gave you on your seventh birthday, telling you that it was a gift from your parents. 
and you hold it towards the dragon friends as all of the rest of you recognize unmistakably the silver flip phone that Mr. Sour gave you, Bobby, all those years ago. And it's buzzing. Well, you gotta take it. (sighs) Hello, bees. Hello, bees! The voice is distant, but it is unmistakably Strahd von Zarevich. Hey, am I on speaker? Put me on speaker if I'm not on speaker. Okay, okay, just give me a second. There's a button there. Okay, yes, I've got it. Just <laughs> have a, you got the button? No, just a, give, give me it. Okay. Oh, well, you said you had it before, but have you got it now? No, I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Hello, hey. who's this? Oh, you can hear me, Baston! Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy fucking dooly, guys. Oh, Time sh- travel's a bitch, isn't it? Sh- for me, oh, God. And this is the funny thing. For me, it's been about a thousand years, but for you guys, what's it been a couple of hours? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm glad you've been keeping busy uh, And as you can see, so have I um, I thought, because I, I, it's so weird It's so weird to know when when it's going to come Because a thousand years, and then b- bingy bongy, the load stones All that stuff I thought it would happen within the week And I thought I'd be there to meet you But you met Dilge first which is actually really funny. G'day, Dilge, how you doing? Good, thank you. You want to switch to Goblin? Okay. <laughs> um, sorry to interrupt. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, sorry. He, sorry. Said, <laughs> he says he's sorry. Thank you, Dilge. Such a close study. Have you met this boy, this beautiful boy of mine? Have you said he can speak these languages? I rescued him from this terrible, awful family that I just made sure over the course of a thousand years would actually... Yes. First of all, Uh you're welcome. Second of all, you understand how all of this works, right? That a version of you in a former timeline Mm -hmm. made a deal with us Mm -hmm. to change the timeline and bring you who used to be him, to where you are today. The Dragon Friends vilified for an age are your compatriots. We got you to where you are today. Now, did I kill your father? Yes. Did that seem like a crazy, stupid thing to do for an individual to kill a man's father in front of him? Of course. Sure. Yes. That does. But why would he do that? Unless it was to trigger a new age of Strahd. Engineered by Strahd himself. God, you know, Bobby Pancakes, I'd never thought of it that way. And, you know, it's so funny because I spent this thousand years just thinking about how weird it is that you came and just, like, came into my life and killed a member of my family who meant so much to me. A man who had been gentled by a society who had taken the reign from his generations before him. Absolutely all that stuff. And, you know, I was thinking about that for so long about what it would be like to watch somebody who you really cared about die just for no reason. Except to bring you where you are 
today. That sounds so good, but check this out. And the badge with a bat's head around a globe suddenly starts to beep as its eyes flip and you hear three sharp beeps. See, I've just spent so long just trying to figure out how to do this. Do you know how hard it is to work out through a thousand years to make sure that the filge line stays the filge line so you can get the dilge and the filge and and they all have rhyming names. It's very confusing. Adopt them, get you to this point and, well... The beeping is getting louder and louder. I'm going to go ahead and make a uh, attempt to get the the beeping thing off me. You start to tear at it, but suddenly you find that the normally quite placid badge, little claws on the bat, have suddenly activated and are gripping into your shirt with disadvantage. For me, quickly make a dexterity check. Okay, everybody, hang on to me. A three. Someone do this. When it's disadvantage and the first roll is three, it doesn't matter what you roll next because after the third beep, there is a click and then there is a sudden damp, blasting sound. No explosion emanates. The room seems quiet. All of you are still as the light on the eyes of the brooch that Filge wears on his heart. Dilge. Hey, the, uh, the, the, uh, so has the thing happened yet? Has the it's thing happened, happened, yep. Okay. Can we go back a second before it happens? Because... I just think it'd be nice. You want to go back a second before? And can yeah. I slam the head of the thing into the thing at the same time so it all happens at the you same can, time? You can. Can yep. you call him Dilge instead of Phil? Yes, I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and cast It'll... Fabricate on the badge, <laughs> which says I can uh, choose raw materials that I can see. I can fabricate a large or smaller object uh, in that. And so I'm just going to try and turn this thing into a nice, harmless cube. <laughs> And I would absolutely love for you to do that, it, but unfortunately, that is a spell that takes a takes standard ten minutes. Act. I thought you wouldn't know. <laughs> and as, as I said for a second, there is only silence, and then the lights gl- um, go out on the eyes of the bat, and then very gently, very quietly, Dilge falls to his knees. The brooch falls slowly, almost in slow motion, from his heart, and you can see a deep wound has been cut by the brooch from a device that was planted there almost 20 years ago and as a small amount of blood falls from his ear and just hit the opposite eye Dilge dies in front of Filge as the figure of Strahd's head is smashed against the lodestone and time begins to spin itself backwards. Dilge stands to his feet alive again and takes Filge's hand as they walk away and say their goodbyes again in reverse as the time goes faster and faster through the gallery of rogues. They go into the streets backwards, 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 1,000 years into the end of the first age of wonder as the dragon friends once more wake up in a laboratory in Old High Islander with the feeling that they have done all of this before but time travels in curious ways strange adventures happen in the interim and Frizo, for one glorious moment finds himself in the summer of 69 <laughs> with a promise that he made only to himself long ago Frizo rolls a man onto his back Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. 
Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Our special guest this week was Tom Walker. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal Land in the Nation. Till next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. you how to speak goblin and if you if you flash back <laughs> you really want in on this don't you i really do <laughs> i just feel like it's a nice scene but for now let's go back to remember the time that Strad taught dilge how to speak goblin so that ben gets out of his fucking system <laughs> oh, my friend my, my boy, I'm a gonna teach you, and you can understand how to speak a goblin. And I'm gonna teach you how to count to ten. <laughs> a one. <laughs> so in goblin we say a one, and then we say a two. Me think this is the most beautiful language me has ever heard. Come back, I'll fuck off. <laughs> God, Ben seeing two people do a silly voice with his face just pressed up against a window. <laughs> I'd give anything to be on the other side. We lost Simon. We lost Simon. <laughs> All right. Filch. Are you okay, man? I think it's actually... Filch. Simon's under the table. Simon's under the table. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.